I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my creative healing course is filled with hours of exclusive content. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And today we're going to be talking about breaking free of parental interference. So as we've been talking about recently, parents and family often have a huge influence on our breakups. Yes, they do. Whether you realize it or not, there's an agenda going on and it likely isn't working in your favor, right. especially if you're in a breakup. Right. So Margaret's got some great research that we're going to talk about today because you really want to look closer at your situation and how family may have caused your breakup. Okay, I just want to make a couple of general statements before we start. I'm not down on parents. I liked my own, and most of us do. Um, however, there are some parents I, I never met a parent who planned to be destructive to their child. But due to many complicated reasons, too often parents are destructive to their children. And if you kick it back a generation, of course, what you're going to find out is that the parents were not treated well themselves by their parents. And you can keep going back several generations in some families. And what you find, now not everybody knows that much history, but what you find, if you can get that much history, that somewhere along the line, someone was separated from their parents in an orphanage, with relatives, in the foster care system, even adopted. And that throws off the whole normal sequence of parent-child relationships, okay? And it can remain with the family for several generations until finally somebody says, no more, this is stopping right here, right now. Okay, but it's very difficult to do. Okay. Okay. And many of the things that are back there, when I say parents and children were separated, you know, it can be anything from a war to somebody got typhoid fever to, you know, many, many things. The plague of 1918 I've heard about recently, which robbed people of parents. All right. So, um, there are millions and millions of articles written on what they call multi-generation transmission. In, a, in other words, how you pa problems get passed down the generations, okay? And multi-articles, multi-books, etc., etc. Now, this Susan Forward person manages to sum it up in one sentence. What you don't pass back, you pass on. Now, what does that mean? What, what that means is, back? okay, if you do not deal with your anger at your parents, okay, then you will pass it on to your children. Wow. Not on purpose, but that's just how the way, how it works. Mm -hmm. If you've never resolved that anger fully, um, it will somehow be transmitted to your children. And we're going to talk about why that happens? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about what you do about it. Okay. All right. 
So the last couple of chapters in Susan Forward's book give specific, really specific instructions on how to prepare for and carry out a confrontation if that is what you choose to do. Okay? It's extremely difficult, but extremely healing. All right? And no one's saying be evil or destructive, but some things have to be said. If you decide to carry this out, it is necessary to anticipate the most usual parental responses. Okay? The first and most common one that I have heard for years and years and years, I can't even tell you how many times, that never happened. I don't know what you're thinking. Maybe you've been reading something lately or talking to a friend who told you the story, but that never happened in mm -hmm. our house. So like gaslighting. Absolutely. Gaslight. It's exactly what it is. It's mm -hmm. gaslighting. In your okay. opinion, do they really believe that it never happened? Or are they just gaslighting you? Sometimes they believe it. Sometimes they've conveniently blocked it out. Anything that's traumatic can be blocked out. But I think oftentimes they know very well it happened. Mm. I've seen it too many times. And it's also been called selective amnesia. <laughs> okay. Um, that never happened. They will insist your allegations never happened. Or you're exaggerating. Or they'll say your father could never have done anything like the things you're describing. Mm. And if he did, I would remember it, says mom. Mm. Okay? Horrible. Yeah, they would, exactly, because that again, you know, tears down your credibility, your feelings. Okay. And that makes you question yourself. Absolutely. And your memory. Like, Which is just yeah. what they want you to do. Yeah. I'm okay? coming from your parents, when they're exactly. who taught you how to eat and drink. Yep. It's gonna be meaningful to you. Yeah. Hard to not believe. Yeah, and they were an adult, so they remember it a lot better right. than you do. Of course right. they do. Um, they won't remember, and they'll accuse you of lying. Here's how you can respond. Just because you don't remember it doesn't mean it didn't happen, which is the perfect response. And I can think of a woman I worked with, not even a client, telling me that her father had been guilty of extreme domestic violence to her mother, he put mother in the hospital several times, and to her and her sisters, there were several sisters, and he doesn't remember any of that and doesn't know why they're making this up about him. Unreal. Yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, sure, buddy. Hmm. Yeah. Or parents can turn it back on you and say it was your fault. Hmm. Okay? Everyone in the family knows what a bad and difficult child you were and how you drove us crazy. Right. Okay? I had a client not long ago who has a terrible abuse history that he's start, just starting to come to terms with um, say, I gave my parents a terrible time when I was an adolescent. And I told him that we would talk about that after he had finished remembering what happened to him. Okay? Because chances are he was totally provoked by that mm. and was angry by the time he hit adolescence. Okay. And those messages of your parents telling you, you it was your fault, mm -hmm. you're a bad person because you caused all of this drama to happen, right. those messages stick with you and in your relationships too. Yes, they do. And that's how you get your, that mean little internal voice that you have that says you're no good, you're a terrible person. Mm -hmm. Okay, That's where that comes from. Um, a variation on this theme is to blame the confrontation on your current difficulties. You can't keep a job and your husband is a jerk, and your children are out of control, and you're upset with all that, and so you're trying to blame us. Mm -hmm. Oh. Don't you love that one? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. a dirty trick. Isn't yeah. it? Your response. 
You can keep on trying to make this my fault, but I'm not going to accept the responsibility for what you did to me when I was a child. Mm. Okay, these are brilliant responses. Okay? Wow. Okay. I've said I'm sorry. What more do you want? All right, the other one I've heard is, God has forgiven me, why can't you? Mm. Um, your response. I appreciate your apology, but that's just the beginning. If you're truly sorry, you will be available to me when I need you, and you will work through this with me to make a better relationship. Okay, so yeah. we're not going to wipe it all away in one second. Yeah. All right. Okay, here's a common one. We did the best we could. Mm. Okay. You will never understand how we struggled to raise you kids. So you will never understand. It's mm -hmm. an interesting phrase. Your response. I understand that you had a hard time, and I'm sure you didn't hurt me on purpose. But I need you to understand that the way you dealt with your problems really did hurt me. Mm. Okay? I can imagine how meaningful it could be to see parents acknowledge the things that they've done or how they have impacted their child's life. In yeah. all of the years that I have been a therapist, I have seen it happen three times. Wow. When the parent is able to say, I'm accountable for what I did. Mm -hmm. And all three of the parents who were able to do that, or the sets of parents who were able to do that, had been for years either in Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous. Okay? Mm -hmm. And had been assisted in coming to terms with what their substance abuse had done to the child or the children. Okay? Here's the next one. Look what we did for you. Okay? Parents will focus on the good things. They will typically remind you of gifts they gave you, places they took you, sacrifices they've made for you. You don't know the sacrifices we've made for you. Um, no, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. And thoughtful things that you did. You say things like this. At, at, the parents will say things like this. We sacrifice for you, and this is the thanks we get. So there's the guilt trip. Mm. Um, this is the thanks we get. Um, and besides, nothing was ever enough for you. So you're a greedy little thing. Wow. Wow. Right. Unreal. Uh-huh. Your response. I appreciate those things very much, but they didn't make up for the beatings or constant criticism or violence or insult or drinking or, you know, whatever it was. Okay? Wow. Um, the parents will say, how can you do this to me? All right? They will collapse into tears, wring their hands, and express shock and disbelief at your cruelty. They will act as if your conf confrontation has victimized them. They may use this to manipulate you, and it's easy to be manipulated by that. Okay? Doesn't that make you ma angry, Margaret? Yes. Yeah. It oh, makes absolutely. me angry to think yes, about somebody doing that. Absolutely, and it's common. Yeah. Um, they may use this to manipulate you. Your response, I'm sorry you're upset, I'm sorry you're hurt, but I'm not willing to give up on this. I've been hurting for a long time too, okay? Now, parents will, f after this confrontation, however it ends, and uh, Susan Forward says there's no bad confrontation, okay? It's the fact that you did it. That means you passed the pathology back 
up a generation where it belongs so that it doesn't come down to your children. That's, yeah, great. Yeah, mm -hmm. isn't it? So parents will fight back, first of all, by stopping speaking to you um, and various actions. You may hear um, from relatives, friends, siblings, and a clergyman. I've heard from clergy people when pe my clients have confronted their parents. You know, they'll call in the troops, mm -hmm. okay, to tell you, uh, they would tell me what a terrible therapist I was to help her do that, um, et cetera, et cetera. They may yell at you one minute and stop speaking to you the next. Okay, so they'll yell at you or they'll not speak to you. There'll be no civil conversation. You will wonder if it was worth it. Yeah, and wouldn't think, you? And think about giving in. Yeah, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Sure, you're probably exhausted by now. They may threaten to disown you and write you out of the will. Now, we've all heard these, these threats many times, and I have never seen them carried out. And usually the person's greatest fear, if they get to the point where they can confront the family, is that they will never have a family again. Mm. Okay? I have never seen a family actually do it. All right? And eventually, if you can hold your ground, if you can hold on, the rest of the family will take at least a little step toward being a little healthier. Wow. Okay? Now, that's family systems theory based on Murray Bowen, B-O-W-E-N, my favorite, favorite family therapist, who Susan Forward has clearly memorized. Yeah. Okay? What kind of relationship... The final question you have, the final decision that you have to make is, can you continue to have a relationship with them? Um, they're going to be angry for a while. Um, if it's too destructive to you personally, then you have to really almost give it up. Or perhaps you can work down to a certain amount of contact, but there have to be ground rules. You will not put me down. You will not criticize me. Um, and, you know, I won't keep mentioning this to you either. Okay, so we'll have to work together to decide what kind of contact we can have now. All right, and I am sure that Susan Forward has been beaten up by everybody you can imagine for her particular position on this, but it's absolutely starkly real. I love her sentence. What doesn't get passed back gets passed on. Yeah. Okay. So you got to do it for you and the family that you want to have mm -hmm. and to work through your own issues so you don't continue the cycle. But the other good news is that it is pretty well known that if you can hold your ground, the rest of the family will take a step toward you, toward further health. Wow. Okay. Interesting stuff. Do it for you, but there is that little side effect that's good. Mm -hmm. A lot of good stuff there. Okay. Very difficult stuff. Yeah. I wish there didn't have to be a book with that title. Mm -mm. Yeah. yeah, but you might want to go through this video again and write down some of the things that Margaret said. And if you've heard some of those things from your parents, which I suspect many of you many have. Many people mm -hmm. have, yeah. It should be something that you should process and work through. Mm -hmm. yeah. And also notice the possible parent's response backwards. Because especially if you're the scapegoat in the family mm -hmm. or if everybody's ganging up on you all the time, this can be extremely difficult to confront Absolutely. a parent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And chances are that's exactly who you are mm -hmm. if you got the worst of the abuse. Oh, chances are you are the scapegoat. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow.
Yeah. All right. Scapegoats have a terrible time. They also have a lot of power. All right. And Susan says here, and I've seen it before, that the scapegoat, the person who's burdened the most, if they're able to get to this point, is without question the healthiest person in the family. Okay. okay. Good stuff. All right. Not easy stuff, but good stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of good stuff to think about for your own relationships. Consider this for the people that you're dating, whether it be your ex or the people, their families, because they're mm -hmm. going to have an impact on your your relationship, whether you know it or not. Right. So, all right. Give Margaret a thumbs up for all her research and hard work on this one. Of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful to you, please sign up. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. And Coach Victoria will be with us training still. I'll be here. And you'll continue to see her in the videos and do coaching with her in the future. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And I'm Coach Victoria. And we will talk with you soon. To get my help personally, go to AskCraig.net and click on Schedule Coaching and choose the option that works best for you. I do email coaching or Skype. To schedule a coaching with Margaret, click on Margaret on the top of the page and order a Skype with her. For the Knowledge Creative Healing course, click on the link at the top of the page and click Get Started Now.